Hello to my wonderful students. My name is Maria Tusisei, and I'm the teacher who will talk to you on the radio. You can call me Mrs. Tusisei. I wish I could see you in person, but I know that you will listen carefully and you will do your best. But first, I have a question for my friends. Hello, my students. Last time we learned about the tiny things that can live in our hands. Do you remember the name of them? Jams. Exactly. Jams. G-E-R-M-S. Did you write that in your notebook? Let me spell it once more. G-E-R-M-S. Most germs cannot harm us because we have strong bodies. But sometimes, when the bad germs get inside of us, we can become sick. Right now, it is important that we help keep everyone we know healthy by avoiding contact with them. The sickness going around the world is called COVID-19. Some people can have the sickness and not even feel sick, but they can still give the convict jams to other people. This is why we are not in school right now. If one person has the sickness, they can give it to their friend without even knowing. This is why the government is asking all of us to not attend large gatherings such as sporting events and church services. If one person has a sickness, they can infect many people and not even knowing it. Are you understanding it? You mean I can get the COVID-19 jam from someone who doesn't even feel sick? Exactly. If that person has the jam, sometimes they won't feel sick. This is why it is so important to not be in large gathering right now. So remember the ways we protect ourselves from the COVID-19 jam is by washing our hands for 20 seconds with soap and water and by avoiding large crowds of people such as church services or mass gathering. God wants us all to remain healthy too. R-I-G-H-T-S. Rights. These are the things that every person should have. Food, water, a place to live, education, health care. When you have these things, you will live a good life. Today we are going to talk to you about another one of your rights the right to be protected from harmful work. This one is a very important one because sometimes we can see children doing work that only adults should be doing. Why do you think this isn't good? Hmm, because adults are big and children are small? Exactly. That is one reason this is not good. Some work should only be done by adults because it is dangerous. For example, if you are a child working in a gold mine, 
That is against the law. That work is too dangerous for children to do. A child is anyone who is from 0 to 18 years of age. However, if you are a child and you help your mother in the garden sometimes, that is not against the law because it isn't dangerous to you. If your mother forces you to miss school to help with the garden, however, it is also against the law. You should never miss school to do work. School is too important for you to miss. This is why you are learning on the radio right now. When you are learning, you are growing. I love learning on the radio. Now it is time for a lesson. Today we have another reading session together. I'm feeling great because I know we'll do lots of fun activities. How do you feel today? Remember, last time we practiced the sentence, rubber is an export crop. We practiced blending sounds to read and write the words like blab, crop, swim, clog, swam, skip, drip, and grit. We practice arranging words to write a sentence. Last we read and discussed the passage, two useful tree crops. I also want to tell your families about the great work you did in your assignments. Hello, families. Please ask your child about the assignment they did to draw a useful tree crop and all the things that can come from that tree crop. I believe they did a great job. Now we are going to have six fun activities to do today. Number one, we'll do an activity called sentence warm-up. Number two, we'll do an activity called brilliant blending. Number three, we'll do an activity called write and read. Number four, we'll do an activity called listen and write and number five we'll do an activity called sentence scramble and number six we'll do an activity called read aloud let's have a great class together first it's time for a sentence warm-up today our practice sentence is it is very difficult for chickens to fly you listen while I say the sentence two times. Then I'll tell you when it is time for you to read the sentences together. Ready? Listen first. It is very difficult for chickens to fly. It is very difficult for chickens to fly. Okay, when I say your turn, then you can all say it together. Ready? Your turn. It, it is very difficult for chickens to fly. One more time. It, it is very difficult for chickens to fly. When I hear the sentence, it is very difficult for chickens to fly, 
I think about a chicken flapping its wings very, very fast and running around trying to fly. Maybe it's making noises like brock, brock, brock. I want you to think about how you will do a drama for the sentence. It is very difficult for chickens to fly. Will you flap your hands like wings? Will you jump into the air? Will you make a squawking sound? I will give you five seconds to think about how you will do a drama to show the sentence, it is very difficult for chickens to fly. I hope you have your drama idea ready. Now I'll say the sentence and I want you to do your drama. Ready? Your turn. It is very difficult for chickens to fly. Wow! The students here with me did wonderful drama. I wish I could see your beautiful drama at home too. I'm sure you did a great job. Now I have some questions for you. When I ask the question, if the answer is yes, stand up. If the answer is no, sit down. If the answer is yes, please stand up. If the answer is no, sit down. First question. Is it difficult for bats to fly? Next question. Is it difficult for butterflies to fly? Next question. Is it difficult for dogs to fly? Next question. Is it difficult for birds to fly? Wonderful job answering those questions. Now let's say the words chickens. I wonder if you can tell me how many syllables there are in the word chickens. You will listen while I clap the syllables in the word. Then I'll tell you when it is your turn to try. Ready? Listen. Chickens. Chickens. Ready? Your turns. Chickens. Again? Chickens. How many syllables in chickens? Two. Yes, there are two syllables. Chicken is one word with two syllables. Is chicken a noun, a verb, or an adjective? Remember, a noun is a name, place, or thing. Chickens is a noun. Chickens is a plural noun, which means it describes more than one chicken. The word chicken is singular and the word chickens is plural. Now it is time for brilliant blending. Are you ready? At the end of a word, sometimes we have one sound and sometimes we have two sounds. Today we will practice some words that have two sounds at the end of the word. Number one, first you will listen. 
nk. At the end, we have two sounds, n and k, that make nk. S -i nk. S -i nk. Sink. Now you can try. S -i nk. Sink. S -i nk. Sink. Number two. First, you listen. At the end, we have two sounds. N and D. That make ND. Hand. Hand. Now you can try. Ready? Your turn. Hand. Hand. Again. Hand. Hand. Number three. First, you listen. Oh, pump. At the end, we have two sounds. Hmm and that makes Pump. Now you can try. Ready? Your turn. Ah, pump. Pump. Again. Ah, pump. Pump. Number four. First you listen. G, ah, ng, gang. At the end of the word, we have two sounds. N and g. That's Make the word ng. G. A. G. Gang. G. A. G. Gang. G. A. G. Gang. Now you can try. Ready? Your turn. G. A. Ng. Gang. Again. G. A. Ng. Gang. Number five. First you listen. G A Ng Gang. At the end, we have two sounds Ng and G that make Ng. G A Ng Gang. G A Ng Gang. Now you can try. Ready? Your turn. G A Ng Gang. Again. G A Ng. Gang. Number six. First, you listen. Hunt. At the end, we have two sounds. N and T. That makes nt. Hunt. 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 Now you can try. Ready? Your turn. Hunt. Hunt. Again. Hunt. Hunt. Number seven. First, you listen. Bank. Bank. At the end, we have two sons. Hmm? And K. That's for K. 
Bank. 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 Now you can try. Ready? Your turn. Bank. Bank. Again. Bank. Bank. Number eight. First, you listen. Lamp. Lamp. At the end, we have two sounds. M and P. That's make mp. Lamp. 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 Now you can try. Ready? Your turn. Lamp. Lamp. Again. Lamp. Lamp. Excellent work. Now I'm going to spell a word for you to write. Then we'll read the word together. Number one. Write the word spelled S-I-N-K. Now try to read and pronounce this word on your own. Listen while I sound out the word. S-I-N-K. Sink. Ink sink. The letters S make the sound S. I makes the sound E. And NK makes the sound ink. Your turn. S E ink sink. S E ink sink. Number two. Write the word spelled P. Oh. M. Now, try to read and pronounce this word on your own. Listen while I sound out the word. Pump. The letters P makes the sound P. U makes the sound A. And MP makes the sound Mp. Your turn. Pump. Number three, write the word spelled g a n g. Now try to read and pronounce the word on your own. Listen while I sound out the word g a n g. Gang. G a n g. Gang. The letter G makes the sound g. A makes the sound ah, and ng makes the sound ng. Your turn. G-a-ng-gang. G-a-ng-gang. Number four. Write the word spelled b-a-n-k. Now try to read and pronounce the word on your own. Listen while I sound out the word. B A Nk Bank B A Nk Bank The letter B makes the sound B A makes the sound A and NK makes the sound Nk Your turn B A Nk Bank B A Nk Bank Oh you were working very hard 
Now let's do a small brain break to celebrate. We'll do a breathing exercise. Please stand up. Now, breathe in and raise your hands above your heads. Breathe out and put your hands down. Breathe in and raise your hands above your head. Breathe out and put your hands down. For the last time, breathe in and raise your hands above your head. Breathe out and put your hands down. Well done! Now, are you ready to do listen and write? Please take out your notebook and pencil and get ready to listen carefully. I'll say a word and I want you to write it. Number one, write the word hand. Hand. Number two, write the word gong. Gong. Number three, write the word hunt. Hunt. Number four, write the word lamp. Lamp. Good job. Now we are going to check and see if you wrote your words correctly. One. Hand has the sound ha, a, nd, and it is spelled H A N D. Number two, gong has the sound g, a, ng, and it is spelled G O N G. Number three, hunt has the sounds h-a-n-t and it is spelled h-u-n-t. Number four, lamp has the sounds l-a-m-p and it is spelled l-a-m-p. Great job! Now it's time for sentence scramble. Are you ready for sentence scramble? I'll give you some phrases and you have to rearrange them into sentences that make sense. Ready? Here are five phrases. Pump. You. The pot. Feel. At. You should have five phrases written. Again, the phrases are Pump, you, the pot, feel, at. Now take one minute to organize those phrases into a sentence that makes sense. I'll give you one minute to work on it. Keep trying. I know you can do it. Believe you're working hard, continue to work hard. You have 30 seconds more. Do your best. Five seconds more. Okay, stop work and let's make a sentence together. 
First, I'm going to look for the verb. A verb is the action word. Can you find an action word? Yes, the verb is fill. Very good. So in the sentence, someone broke something. What are the things that someone fill? Pots. That's right. Someone filled the pots. Yes, at the pump. Where did they fill the pots? Yes, you. Very good. So our sentence will be, you fill the pots at the pump. Let's read it together. Ready? Your turn. You fill the pot at the pump. Again. You fill the pot at the pump. Remember, when we write a sentence, the first word should start with a capital letter and the end of the sentence should have a punctuation. This is a statement. So please put a full stop at the end. Our last activity today is to read aloud. I'm going to read you another passage about characters with courage. This passage comes from the story, A Tiny Seed. The story of Wangari Mathai, author Nikola Rijiski illustration, Maya Mashek. This passage is called Part 1, Her Childhood. Hearing that title makes me ask questions like, where did she grow up? What did she like to do? Who did she live with? Part one, her childhood. In a village on the slopes of Mount Kenya in East Africa, a little girl walked in the fields with a mother. Her name was Wangari. Wangari loved being outside. In her family's food garden, she broke up the soil with her machete. She pressed tiny seeds into the warm earth. Her favorite time of the day was just after sunset. When it got too dark to see the plants, Wangari knew it was time to go home. She would follow the narrow path through the fields, crossing rivers as she went. Wangari was a clever child and couldn't wait to go to school. But her mother and father wanted her to stay and help them at home. When she was seven years old, a big brother persuaded her parents to let her go to school. Wow, what an interesting reading. Based on what we learned, Maybe we can answer some of the questions we had at the beginning. Where did Wangari grow up? Hmm. In the passage, I remember reading the sentences. In a village on the slopes of Mount Kenya in East Africa, a little girl worked in the fields with her mother. Her name was Wangari. Wangari grew up in Kenya in East Africa. There is a mountain there called Mount Kenya. She lived on the slopes of the mountain. That means she lived on the side of the mountain. 
What did she like to do? Let me think. In the passage, I remember reading the sentence. Wangari loved being outside. In her family's food garden, she broke up the soil with her machete. She pressed tiny seeds into the warm earth. Yeah. When the author says she pressed tiny seeds in the warm earth, it means that Wangari was planting the seeds in the ground. Earth is another way to say dirt. She liked to be outside walking in the garden growing plants. Who did she live with? I know. In the passage, I remember reading the sentences. Her mother and father wanted her to stay and help them at home. When she was seven years old, her big brother persuaded her parents to let her go to school. So the author wrote about three people in Wangari's family in the story. From the passage, I know that she lived with her brother, her father, and her mother. Very good. Now I have an assignment for you students. I want you to draw a picture of a little girl who lived in a village on the slopes of a mountain. Your picture should show the little girl in her family garden breaking up the soil with a machete and pressing seeds into the soil. I'll go over your assignments again for next class. I want you to draw a picture of a little girl who lived in a village on the slopes of a mountain. Your picture should show the little girl in a family garden breaking up the soil with a machete and pressing seeds into the soil. Okay, students, let's recap what we learned today. Today we practice the sentence, it is very difficult for chickens to fly. We practice blending sounds to read and write the words like sink, hand, pump, gong, gang, hunt, bank, and lamp. We practice arranging words to write a sentence. Last. We read and discussed the passage, part one, her childhood. Boys and girls, that is the end of our class today. We are so happy you were here with us. We hope to talk to you again soon. And please stay safe.